week of December 18th, 2023. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and a doctor in clinical nutrition who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. Now, every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week we are talking about an adaptogenic herb called rhodiola. Rhodiola, okay. Yeah, so rhodiola is an herb that is native to the Arctic regions of the world, and we can use the roots of the plant that function as an adaptogen, which means that they help the body to adapt to stress. Well, I remember our last one last week was an adaptogenic uh, one. Yes. These are all Ayurvedic, right? Uh, uh, yes, they, they are used in Ayurvedic medicine. Uh, that's typically where they are known from, mm-hmm. yeah, for that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Proper name is called Rhodiola rosea, R-O-S-E-A, um, but it may, it may also be known as Arctic root, golden root, king's crown, or rose root. So it grows in the Arctic Circle? It does. It grows in the Arctic regions of the world. Yeah, pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah, because I would think um, if it was Ayurvedic, it would be things that would grow in India is what I would be thinking. Right. It's And it's native to the Arctic region, which means that it somehow trans was transported from there oh. to India. Wow, that's quite a story just on how that thing came around. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so it's um, so it's adaptogenic, which which from last week you told us that that means that somehow if you're stressed out, it helps reduce stress in your body. If I remember that right, exactly, it helps your body adapt to the stress. So it gives you an increased energy and it. It can help you to have more balanced blood sugar, which is another very important thing. Now, what rhodiola does, because each adaptogenic herb has kind of its own benefit, right? Mm -hmm. So rhodiola is known for its ability to calm emotional state, Mm. and it supports strong mental performance. Mm. It also is good for immune function and hormonal balance. So a lot of times why people might take rhodiola is when they're feeling that anxiety of stress. Mm-hmm. So anxiety in and of itself is a stressor. Right. So when you're feeling really anxious. Um, and then it's also known to be used in for people who are feeling depressed as mm. well. So because since depression and anxiety oftentimes go together, the um you know the rhodiola can be of a benefit for that because it helps like i said it helps enhance the brain function um and it seems to you know work on that part of the brain that is important for balancing moods mm-hmm. and for both this and and the previous week uh there are plenty of studies Yeah, in fact, for rhodiola, uh, there have been some uh, randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trials. Um, And in this, uh, there was one particular where they found that 
Rhodiola may be useful for reducing depression symptoms. Mm. Um, And in that study, they uh, compared rhodiola to Zoloft. Mm. Um, And so while rhodiola's effects weren't as strong as the effects of Zoloft, Mm -hmm. the participants experienced fewer uncomfortable uh, side effects of the uh, of depression. Hmm. So, and so uh, rhodiola, you know, so while, you know, I'm not going to say that rhodiola works as good as Zoloft, but in combination with maybe some other therapies for depression, such as omega-3 fatty acids and um, good diet, there uh, that there may, you know, taking rhodiola may be a good adjunct to those other treatments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, have you recommended rhodiola in your in your consulting world? I have re- recommended rhodiola for anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, not necessarily for depression because mm-hmm. I don't work with a lot of patients with depression. Right, right, yeah. right. So, right. but certainly those with anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And and it obviously that client came back and said, "Hey, it's it's working." Yeah, it is helping. That's wonderful. So um, one of the ways that it is believed that rhodiola is good for treating depression is because it um, inhibits something called the monoamine oxidases, which are the, uh, the things that can help, you know, um, support the neurotransmitters in the brain. So mm. that's where uh, it can work. So it also helps with um, insomnia. Hmm. So sometimes people who have depression also have ins- insomnia. Mm-hmm. So rhodiola has been help uh, has been shown to help with them insomnia also. Hmm. So wow. And obviously, if you were considering taking some rhodiola for anxiety or depression, you would want to check with your you know your doctor about that. But mm-hmm. um, because if you are taking other medication, for example, if you were taking a antidepressant and then you also take rhodiola it, it would have a synergistic effect so mm-hmm. you don't want it to you know have too much of an effect on that mm-hmm. right so right so these things act like drugs so we need they to do treat them yes like drugs. Um, herbs are medicine yeah, yeah they've been used in ayurvedic medicine for thousands and thousands of years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well i just think it's amazing that this thing you can just get you know, um, oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and so you can get it just by itself, or sometimes it comes as a, you know, part of a, a whole stress reduction formula mm-hmm. that might have rhodiola and other uh, adaptogenic herbs in it together. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we'll put some vitamins in those formulas too, because something like vitamin B six mm-hmm. is really important for nourishing the adrenal glands, mm-hmm. which are the glands that usually get overtaxed when we're stressed. Right. 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 Great. So um, will we have a link to for someone to get this? Yeah, so you can get rhodiola either in capsules, tablets, or tincture. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure you're using, you know, a good quality product. So you want to use products that are standardized to 2 to 3%, something called rosafin and, and salidricide. So 0.8 to 1% salidricide. And those are the, um, the, the ones that you want to look for. So what about the dosage? Yeah, so we're going to take about 200 to 400 milligram in capsule or tablets daily, and then either two to three milliliter, which would be 40 to 60 drops of a tincture two to three times a day. Mm, okay. Wow, that's great. Anything more before we go, Dee? 
Well, like I said, if you uh, if if you you should always check with your doctor if you're taking this. And then one caution is if you do have like bipolar depression with manic behavior, mm. this would not be something to take. Oh, okay, very yeah. good to know. Okay. Well, thank you, Dee, for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.